Welcome back to Decoding Crypto. And if you have turned on your TV recently, you have probably seen a crypto exchange sponsoring a sporting event from all over the world. It is absolutely everywhere. And this episode, we are going to break down crypto in the media. Jace, once again, welcome. Absolutely pumped for another episode with you. Glad to be back. This is going to be a big one. Big, big. I'm a massive sport fan. So this is, I'm just grinning from, uh, from ear to ear on this episode because I've seen it everywhere. I see it mostly in the select few sports that I watch and absolutely love. So I, I'm very happy to see crypto on those sports. <laughs> All right. Before we kick this one off, um, we will say that everything we do talk about is general information only and is not financial advice. So please consider speaking to an independent legal, financial, taxation um, or other professional before making an investment decision. So today we are going to be talking about crypto in the media. But first, a lot can happen in seven days in crypto. We've got some news to chat about, don't we, Jace? Big time. It doesn't sleep which is why we're here week after week. Neither do we. We're just constantly- <laughs> it looks like if you guys could just see me, that is what I look like. I get nah, comments nah. about that all the time. <laughs> In all seriousness though, I think the big call out from me, which I want to start off the show is Bitcoin is um, obviously the number one crypto at the moment. It's only down 13% from its all-time highs from just a few months ago. It seems like Bitcoin is on an absolute tear lately. It has been, especially since that low in September, it's been going nuts. What's been driving this up though, Jace? Like, I mean, last week we talked about the China FUDs and how it just <laughs> smashed through that and continued to, to skyrocket. But what's been going on in that past week? Man, I just think a lot of people are buying and a lot of institutions want to be buying. No one knows for sure, but we had a lot of FUD and the market just wiped that out pretty quickly, meaning it just... Mm. turned over those losses like it was nothing, which to me is a pretty bullish sign. Yeah, pretty good sign when that does happen. But what I was actually really concerned about is, I wouldn't say concerned is the right word, but just watching some of the altcoins. Now, we talked about an altcoin is really anything other than Bitcoin in, in a previous episode. I was looking at a couple of those big projects, probably in the top you know, top 10, and they were actually going the opposite direction. I was like, hmm, this is quite interesting why they're not really following the trend of Bitcoin. Yeah, we often see that, especially when Bitcoin's at certain levels. Like once it starts to break some previous highs, not the all-time highs, but just significant highs, then the money starts to just get sucked back up into Bitcoin and a lot of the altcoins start to lose pace until another section of the market but it seems like we're at that section now where bitcoin is just sucking up so you're thinking that money. people are turning from altcoins more risky speculative investments to a more I know, quotation mark safe investment such as bitcoin and um you know the use case behind that. the blue chips yeah the blue, the chips. blue chips in crypto which is yeah pretty much bitcoin at this stage what about ethereum that was been sort of trending along bitcoin's journey as well that's probably a bit of an exception to the rule the second largest crypto out there that's similar lines to bitcoin isn't it Mm, it is it is i still i personally class it as a blue chip because i think it's going to be here to stay now but it still works like it's still losing in value when bitcoin's going up it's losing mm, against bitcoin value so if bitcoin's going up 10 percent, ethereum might be going up eight percent which still means bitcoin is slightly outpacing it and this won't be forever. It's usually just these periods in the market. It might be a few days, a few weeks, maybe a couple of months. If only we had a crystal ball to figure out how long this was actually go for, Jace. I think you and I would be well, multi-billionaires. I do. I do. <laughs> you wish you did. <laughs> I always get asked that. I know. I know. That's true. 
I get asked that often, but I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. That's a good little segue. Do you want to get into today's episode, crypto in the media, where you can see it around the place, uh, sporting teams that have taken up sponsorship opportunities, big topic. Yes. Jace, where's where's the biggest um, sport or the biggest personality, the, the biggest item where you've seen crypto just plastered over? Oh, I think that's going to come down to what I look at the most. And currently, the biggest one is F1, Formula yeah. One, the racing. I've got crypto.com absolutely everywhere across the racing. Every time I see them go around, some of those bends is just plastered all over the ground there. Yeah, and it's not a small sponsorship either. No. Like it is like in your face, taking up half the track nearly. Yeah, yeah, they're they're absolutely everywhere in the F one. What are you seeing? Yeah, F one as well. I noticed um, Daniel Ricciardo when he won at Italy. Um, he had Tezos plastered um, on his on his racing suit, so that was a, a big one. That got a lot of media coverage for me. But um, one thing I want to talk about is crypto and the AFL. So in 2021, both the Melbourne Demons and Western Bulldogs have announced crypto partnerships. So Bulldogs have CoinSpot on the back of their jumper and the Melbourne Demons are CoinJar, both Melbourne-based crypto exchanges. So that was a massive thing for me when I saw that news announced um, here in the AFL. Yeah, it's probably going to be one that you see more often because I I don't look at the AFL at all being in Queensland. And I mean, I'm on the Gold Coast, so I don't don't think the Gold Coast Suns are doing any good, are they? You might see an NRL team though. You know, you got the Broncos... (laughs) Um, you got who else? Do you have Gold Coast Titans up there, Titans? Townsville. You got a whole bunch of teams. Maybe they'll be next to to join. You'd think so. Maybe Queenslanders don't have the money. That's why they keep sponsoring the Melbourne people. I don't know. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> On Coinjar, they were established in Melbourne. I think they have since relocated to London, hitting the um, the European and UK markets. Yeah, yeah. That's where I started yep. with Coinjar. Yeah. I had my um, super fun with, with those guys. They, I like that app. It's pretty good. Yeah. That Coin Jar's, um, Coin Jar is quite, I've seen quite a few ads actually on that. And um, SwiftX, SwiftX as well. Like we talked about Queensland companies and teams, whatever, but like SwiftX, Brisbane based, yes. that's, um, they're sponsoring the supercars, but like E-Series, I think it is for for a few weeks. So it's like um, an online virtual, virtual V8 supercar tournament, which I thought was pretty creative and pretty cool very creative and they're on the cars as well i saw them up in townsville i think it was on the car and then also across some of the banners on the track but yeah swiftx is definitely mm-hmm. a big one i think they're taking the lead off uh ftx which is another big one we've talked about ftx exchange it's a smart thing to do i, I think mm-hmm. especially if you want to get a lot of new eyeballs onto the company so i see it as a really positive sign for these companies to get in front of so many more eyeballs rather than just sort of pumping out ads to the same people online. Yeah, no, getting and getting into sport, I think, is big. I mean, talking about FTX, there's probably no bigger spender in this space than FTX. Like, I'm just assuming this, but some big deals that FTX has announced recently. I mean, Tom Brady, uh, a seven-time Super Bowl champion, Steph Curry, three-times NBA champ, two-time MVP, Kevin O'Leary, you know, off um, Shark Tank. Just a few names have been announced as ambassadors. Um, I think they, they've taken a stake in FTX as well along the way. So these big names are now associated with these huge crypto exchanges. You are dropping a lot of big names there. Massive. FTX is going hard in the US. Do you know when um you know when I saw it actually in a big event um the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight I don't know if you picked up this one Jace but Logan Paul was wearing a t-shirt um a Blockfolio sponsored t-shirt which is bought by FTX um and if you scan that when he was on the TV 
you could be in the running to win $10,000 in Ethereum. It was giving away 10 lots of $10,000 in Ethereum. So, creative. <laughs> you, yeah, when you got some of the best marketing people all together, you're going to get something creative like that. Logan Paul's just, he marketed the absolute F out of that fight. Yeah. I think he scored himself something like $20 million. And, something um, like that, yeah. Yeah, Floyd got something else in that. But yeah, you got some good marketing guys. Obviously, FTX is on that. So, when I see that, you know, along with the other fundamentals of the company, I'm thinking, hmm, I kind of like that FTT token. But like you said in the intro, not financial advice, just <laughs> hint, hint, do some research. <laughs> um, what, what other, where other, where other places have you seen, you know, any exchanges or any crypto content um, in, in the world? Uh, not that I follow it, but I've seen a lot of news articles on esports. So crypto.com mm. in esports. Uh, I think FTX has gotten to esports. Yeah, FTX, I think they, they had a um, $210 million deal in a company, TSM Esports. I think they renamed themselves as well, which is huge amounts of money, you know, huge. Yeah, yeah over, over 10 years. Uh, mm. Did we get. UFC? Did you see Crypto.com oh, on the UFC? Crypto.com. No, we didn't talk about that, but seems like there's a couple of big plays in this space, really. It, exactly. That CRO token. I mean, look, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say anything around things to purchase, but definitely do some research on some of these uh, some of these cryptos that, that have the, the tokens uh, because, I, I don't know, like, I, I like the look of that. They're out there. They're being creative. They're getting into the market. UFC is obviously massive and... You have a real tribal atmosphere when it comes to fighting. Mm. You know, that's sports in general. It's the whole deal about being tribal. So, we know crypto is very tribal as well. It's like you find a crypto, you got to pump it to the moon or call the other person all sorts of names because <laughs> their cryptos are useless. You know, so I think these guys are really, they've clicked into the tribal mentality and crypto is is really dropping its roots across the world. Another one as well, actually, which I was really, I was kind of take it, taken back a bit with uh, with this one, but eToro and Rugby Australia. So a three-year deal uh, for their logo, eToro's logo, to be um, on the back of the shorts and the national team's kit. So like Rugby Australia representing Australia in, in Rugby Union. And I was like, hmm, that's a interesting one that I didn't see, um, didn't see coming really, but... I thought, like you said at the start, like getting eyeballs on these exchanges in the crypto world, it's a, you know, good place to to kick it off. Pardon the pun. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I've worked hard on that one. <laughs> and uh, I think there was some eToro sponsorships across soccer in Europe or football for the Europeans and the Brits. Uh, I think there's also the those tokens. What are they called? Fan tokens? Fan tokens, yeah. I don't get too much into that, but there's a lot of these soccer fan tokens which I think they're on like sort of crypto.com has a bit of a partnership there. Yeah, yeah. They're like teams such as Arsenal, Aston Villa, Everton, Leeds, um, a couple of them like that have these tokens. Yeah, even the stuff in Syria for the Italians like you and I. It's really really a new way to raise money, isn't it? And get, yeah, like you said, new eyeballs in, get more like that tribal mentality, like you said, like you can kind of, you know, in quotation marks, own part of the the company and you get some like voting rights and you can like pick a few things like that. So it's a bit more of a community aspect to it. So I like it. They're exploring new ways to, especially during like, you know, COVID and everything that we've seen, exploring new ways to, to make money and keep that community strong. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's just going to keep growing from that point. And I, I was thinking 
like what do we what do we make of all of this in in the media having cryptocurrency everywhere i think i've sort of given my opinion on that what's your opinion well i think it's trying to become a lot more mainstream that's why a lot of these you know cryptos exchanges True. are trying to put their faces on things that we associate in our day-to-day lives like sport like a lot of us know sports um, so to link the two i think they're trying to really get into that mainstream and because like you know we're trying to break down some of the barriers here on this podcast but it, it is quite hard and technical to get into crypto so if these companies can break down that barrier mainstream adoption is really just going to benefit them as well obviously because they've got to use one of these platforms um but also the wider crypto community that's what that's what i make of it anyway yeah i tend to agree i think that's a good point about the adoption and when we do get a a bear market at some point it's going to be on people's minds like so many more people have seen it Mm. already now so i don't think it's anything to be concerned by i think there's plenty of opportunity for other businesses to engage in partnerships in the future, especially with these companies who are already open to the idea. And I think that just strengthens the overall cryptocurrency environment. Yeah, I definitely agree, Jace. I reckon there's going to be a lot more partnerships um, in the future in this space. So watch this space. And, and anybody listening, um, let us know You know, on our email, crypto at novapodcast.com.au. If you've seen crypto in the media, or maybe on your favorite team or um, a sporting league we didn't even mention, it'd be good to hear where you've seen crypto and where you've noticed it. But other than that, I think that's a wrap. Jace, thanks for having a chat. Really appreciate it once again. Thank you. I think it's a good way to understand where we are seeing crypto pop up. Love it. All right, everybody. See you in the next episode. Catch you then.